everybody, this is Thomas. This is Taylor. This is Ryan. And we're back again with another Three Dudes, One Blog podcast. That went quite far. I did it right. I remembered how to do you it. remembered the order. The order of the Phoenix. This week's podcast is for the week of June 1st. My beer this week is Four String Brewing Company's, where is it? Hard hitting American brass knuckle. Brass knuckle. Hard hitting American pale ale. I decided. I don't know. Have flavor text. I don't know. I just decided to get a variety of beer this week. It doesn't have flavor text. If you don't want me to leave the beer here, I won't leave the beer here. (laughs) You can do whatever you want with the beer. (laughs) This is not my problem. So it's been um, exactly 21 days since we last posted a video. My bad. Uh, we might we can fill you guys in a little 21 bit. Twenty one days or fourteen days? Yeah, I think it's just fourteen days. I thought it was two weeks. Twenty one days since we posted a video. Oh, oh you wait, guys but... might not have oh, uh, noticed. Yeah, you said the video. The, we did record two weeks ago. That's what it was. But our... did you not post anything? No, it stopped at twenty three minutes. Well, no, no, but I, I thought the, I thought the, I figured. This is naivete. I figured the audio was a separate track, so you could just no, do the podcast. the like audio and video are housed uh, in the same track now. Never mind. Yeah. That explains a lot. Or at least they were at that point. Now we're trying another So I won well, two weeks ago, I think, is what it was. That's why I was confused. So then okay. really, so what we're going to do then is 10 years from now, when we're super popular, we'll release this and just be like, remember the good old days. The lost track. The lost track of the golden age. The lost age. 23 minutes. Hopefully I didn't just delete it because I was so pissed. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be the first lost podcast. We it have. Would, I it think would we not. have at least one other that... I think we have about three others. ...some issue and I just didn't upload it because I think there was one where like I forgot to upload it for a week and I was like, well, let's just record another one. Fuck it. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. There's been one other that, that has been screwed up, but I think there's been two other weeks where we're just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because I was confused. I was like, I definitely didn't talk about Call of Duty last time. I was like, that seems so long ago. I know. It does. And seems it was. so far away. That was so long ago when the... the GTX 1080s had just been announced. And now and they're like, you know, purchasable. Yeah, they're out. The 1070s well, are sold out. sold out. Yeah, yeah. they're sold out. Now the 1070s are about to come out. And I... So sidebar, are you going to get a Founders or are you going to wait for EVGA? Founders is for noobs. <gasps> Gasp. Well, the Founders edition is paying an extra... In the GTX 1070 version, I think it's only an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. And, no, you, and which, I looked that up. You're right. And what you get for that is... A Nothing. special NVIDIA shroud, and you don't get any of the stuff that the aftermarket ones get. Like, pretty much anybody you buy from is going to have a factory overclock. You're going to have a better warranty. You're going to have this and that and that. The only reason to get a Founders Edition is if you want, like, bragging rights for having really? a, a rare card. So. Would it resell more, potentially? I've never bought a Maybe card. to a collector in 15 years. I haven't bought a card that's been released within... You know, two years, if that makes sense. Like, usually I'm a couple of years behind, so this will be the first time that I'm, like, going for it. Jumping in. Yeah. So, this is news to me. I figured first party or no party, but that's cool. Okay, now I know. Yeah, no, no. You don't want to get... So, I can... You asked about this in chat a while ago. There's plenty of party. And I'll just give you a little... A little... A little uh, tidbit. Story in why... Okay. NVIDIA's cost more, and you don't want it, and this and that, and whatever. Okay. Um... So NVIDIA wants a little bit of that direct money. Makes sense. 
um, you know, people will pay an extra hundred dollars to one have it early, and two have a collector's edition. But Nvidia is in the same boat as my real company that I work for, and that we sell direct to the customers as well. But our main sales are through distributors, and NVIDIA's main sales are through OEMs. Mm. If NVIDIA prices their card competitively and features it with no competitive one features their card. to – No, with competitive features, then they're going to be eating their main customers' mm. con, um, So their cards sales. are then therefore stereotypically overpriced. Yes. Because if you're buying it directly from NVIDIA – it's going to be overpriced and not. You're really buying worth the it. brand, not the card. Yeah, I mean, if you buy anybody, you know, who makes an Nvidia card, you get the brand. But so what? What theoretically could happen is I'm Nvidia. I start competitively pricing my cards. I start factory overclocking them. I say, oh hey, look, we made a revision that nobody else has. We're the only ones that get this special version. EVGA, whoever, whatever. Everybody's going to say, all right, screw you. We're going to just sell AMD now. Yeah. Which, which has would be a happened. problem. I mean, this was like a long time ago, and it's not because of this, but graphics card OEMs have switched from AMD to NVIDIA um, because they didn't like, you know, the way like things Sapphire, were going. Like Sapphire, right, I think? Um, Sapphire. I want to say they BFG used to... was one. BFG mm. also went under. But, like, a lot of companies used to sell both NVIDIA and AMD. Yep. And, and now, now they've pretty much split chosen off. Chosen their camp. Yeah, if you will. Um, so that's why Nvidia's is more expensive and not as good. Now you've learned something today. Now we can just talk. Now you know. The more you know. Yeah. Don't beat your kids. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think I might, actually end up, buying a 1070 like at launch, just assuming that I can raise the capital to pay for it. <laughs> Because the 1070 is going to be like the 1080. If you don't yep. get one on launch, you're going to be waiting two months. You mean, so you mean you mean you're thinking about getting a founder? So do you just mean when the when manufacturer, EVGA yeah, you when yours, theirs, yeah, get theirs day one? I've heard a lot about Strix, and yet I've never heard of that company until the last two weeks. What about what Strix? I think that's a separate company. S T R I X. They make graphics cards. Apparently, I've never even heard of them. They were on a chart I saw. Apparently, a lot of I saw a lot of comments being like, "Oh, wait for Strix's card." Just like, who the they heck might is be that? new. They might be some awesome new company. I thought I knew everything, but I don't. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's sidebar fine. over. Anyway, sidebar over. Yep, Strix. Oh, Asus. Oh, is Strix. That, so that's just now. Now is are you saying it's just the Asus Strix brand, I or guess. is it they just call it the Strix card? Strix might be like their. They're like name for their like kind of like how ATI used ATI used to exist, but now it's just AMD. Well, that happened because AMD bought ATI. Oh, I thought they were always a subsidiary of some sort. No, ATI was a separate company that was purchased by AMD, and then I'm just going to be quiet now because I feel like the more we talk about this, the more I'm just going to be like learning, and that's going to take time. No, let's let's be honest. Um, Strix is probably a branding. Like EVGA has, you can buy a EVGA. GTX 1080, or you could buy, presumably it'll come out, an EVGA GTX 1080 ACX, mm. which is their like revision better, with better their, version. their custom blower and the fancy stuff. stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, that is that. So anyway. Yeah. So I won um, officially, in the official timeline, <laughs> in the I timeline won the timeline of the world week. you all live in. <laughs> um, and 
we were like what we recorded like maybe like a day or two after Overwatch Overwatch came out. Yep. I think. Oh, was that the one that was lost? No, no, no. Yeah, no. The no. last time we recorded was the week before Overwatch came out. We wow. didn't record last week because because I was. It was uh, the day after Overwatch launched, and we were just gonna <laughs> said we're. We said we were going to record while playing Overwatch, and then that didn't happen. Yeah, then we just played Overwatch. <laughs> so Overwatch yeah. literally just came out last Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's been out for months. Oh, my god! But it's only been about a week and two days. Yeah, I feel like I've spent so much <sighs> time investing in the Overwatch community. Is there a way to check, like, play hours on Overwatch? I don't know. There There's probably be. a way to do it through <clears throat> your Battle.net account. I wonder if you can just, like, slash played in the chat, like, if that still works. Did that work in World of Warcraft? Yeah, that's how you. That's how you. Was well, that's how I checked in World of Warcraft. I back tried in the day. slash dance and it didn't work. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna assume that one would probably be a bit harder. What? It's just as easy as it is in World of Warcraft. I don't know. So, so I guess wow, yeah. Overwatch is out now, and that's a thing. The world is taken, losing their mind. As yeah, not op- opposed to the Taken Spring. It's actually just taken. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it's interesting still today and I I think this is how Reddit works on your top bar of Reddit it sorts them by most popular on the left right what for like your subscribed subreddits yeah, for your or like cuz like my subs move around all the time I think it might just be like recent visits or most visited I don't know if it's I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the fact that the subreddit itself is trending as in it's very popular or it's the fact that you go there that much. Uh-huh. It depends I think because you're using RES. Mm-hmm. Are using are you using the enhancement suite or just Reddit? I don't use any plugins. I think then it's most recent. I don't know if it's I don't know cuz I use like the other. I think my it's most my mostly visited subreddit is Cincinnati, and Cincinnati never shows up for me because it's yeah. like the least popular subreddit <laughs> I'm on. Then I would imagine it's probably trending. If that is true, Overwatch for like the last week has been the number one subreddit number that I subscribe one. to. Well, that's because what was it? Wasn't it the day it came out for a while? It was Reddit. Yeah, it was like more it was seventy five percent of its traffic. Yeah. I heard that the the Overwatch subreddit already surpassed StarCraft subreddit and subscribers. Yeah, well, and StarCraft's been out for like a while. Years. StarCraft has. StarCraft was the first or the last new IP before Overwatch, and that was like 17 years ago, right? Hmm. hmm. I guess. I mean, StarCraft was too new. Completely. I was gonna new say, argue. I would say, arguably, there's newer things than that. But yeah, you're not wrong in the but sense like, that World everything they've come out with is just, just based on Warcraft. Warcraft. Hearthstone is just based on Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been sequels. You're not wrong, actually. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess that's actually this really is their newest. Like they're well, that's yeah. like first new years IP ago. since StarCraft. I'm pretty sure is what I read. That's wild. So yeah, wow. Well, the thing about StarCraft, there's two things you learned today, and I might just be. I consider myself in the hardcore PC category, or at least air, air quotes, or at least I like feel like I understand what's going on in that community, and. Other than like when StarCraft Two first launched, I feel like StarCraft Two has like a high pedigree. Yeah, but, but nobody really cares about it unless you're a hardcore. Koreans. Unless you're a hardcore StarCraft player, yeah, you don't care about StarCraft because the only people that play StarCraft are hardcore StarCraft players. Because everyone knows their place in StarCraft. Yeah, you like, either know you're good at it 
or you you know you're not. I remember messing around on my friend's version of StarCraft, like just solo versus PC. two or Brood War. Ooh, probably Brood War. Yeah, I remember playing the campaign of StarCraft Two vanilla, jumping into the multiplayer. I did all my skirmishes and I got gold ranking. And then I never played after my ranking matches because I didn't want to lose my gold <laughs> rank. I remember never playing StarCraft online. But I do remember uh, playing Warcraft 3 online for about three games, mm-hmm. realizing this wasn't going to happen, and then immediately spending the rest of my days in the custom games because that's where all the fun was anyway. Yeah. RTSs have such a high entry level of skill to like be able there, to play Yeah, there online. is a curve. And it's... I love RTSs. They're fun. They're like, great. They're they're super fun if you're playing against like your friends who are like equally as bad as you. Oh yeah. 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 You know what we should do is I bet we can get Supreme Commander for like two dollars on GOG. Okay. And we should have Supreme Commander LAN party. Do you I've know what never that is? Pl- no. Well, I've heard the name, but I've Supreme never played Supreme Commander it. is like a game from two thousand six, two thousand seven. It's the spiritual successor to Total Annihilation from nineteen ninety seven. And one of the big like pushes of okay. Total Annihilation would it is was the first RTS that had 3D units. They weren't oh, sprites. Yeah, okay. And um, Supreme Commander like took that to the next level where in most RTSs you have like your normal zoom and then you can zoom in and out just a little bit. And Supreme Commander you can zoom all the way out to look at the entire globe. That sounds kind of dope. Or well, no, that's um, oh shit. Is that that's planetary? Supreme Commander. That's but planetary annihilation. That's what I was about to um, say. But Supreme Commander has something similar. You zoom out really far. But like Supreme Commander, a match will be like you build a one thousand unit army of air, land, and sea, and like giant UFOs and walkers that shoot laser beams, and then like when you're playing with noobs. Everybody spends 45 minutes building up their army, and then you push all the armies into this big battle in the middle and watch your graphics cards blow up. Because they just watch the, <laughs> watch the computers melt. Yeah, and you just have like this one 10-minute battle, and whoever wins, wins. It's really fun. Um, That's not, that sounds pretty all right. fun. All right. Break we number even, two. How did we get off that far? That Overwatch, Thomas. Where are you going with Overwatch? Yeah, let's get back to Overwatch. So everybody loves Overwatch right now. But very rose tinted. I'm feeling. I felt like it had been longer than a week. Yeah, holy shit! It's only like been a week. over the weekend, I started to hit the point in Overwatch, and I think we've all hit it now. Taylor, you were just complaining about it before we started recording. <laughs> that I've hit that skill ceiling where not not I haven't hit the skill ceiling. I've hit the point you've where helped, you've hit the I level. cannot deal with people that are not good. <laughs> I, you need to be above a certain level of good for me to even or at play least, with Or you. at least cooperative, right? I, like, I'll accept a body. You know what I mean? Like, I'll accept someone that'll be the tank and just soak up some damage a little bit and be a little bit of a distraction so long as they'll at least play the objective. Yeah. I can't... It makes me so angry. I've been in so many matches with Ryan, and not that Ryan is one of the ones that's doing it, but we'll play on, like, fucking Hollywood will get the get the the payload unlocked and then the whole team just runs off to the fucking town. I'm like, hey guys, 
there's a fucking payload here. That's the mission. Let's Here's, remember. Let's, let's go do the mission. They're like, yeah. hey, shut up. We're just killing people. I'm like, all right, that's not the point. That's not how you play this fucking game. Because I hate to tell you, they're going to respawn in two seconds, and they'll probably beat you after your you know, two or three ex- engagements, and then you're dead, and then you have to w- walk all the way back over here, and they're just going to walk 10 feet and kill Yeah, us. one thing that really annoyed me last night was we were playing a capture or an offensive defensive capture or whatever you want to call that king, well, of, the king of the hill king of the, well the, not king of the hill where it's neutral but like where one team's defending and one oh, team's okay. attacking oh okay so like um, control points or whatever yeah control point and uh we had a guy who picked we played defense first and we won and he was in Decent Widowmaker. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, and then he did not and then change. Offense comes around, and we're on offense. He picks Widowmaker. And you're and like, Thomas and I say to ourselves, we literally said this. We're like, we'll let this go. But it was like, if, if this isn't working, we're going to call this guy out. And yeah. we need to say something to this guy yeah. so we don't lose this game because yeah. he sticks his Widowmaker the whole time. And he's... He was an average Widowmaker, but by no means, like, world-class sniper deserving of, like... He could do it. Maining Widowmaker, and I'm going to be an offensive Widowmaker. And we ended up losing because he refused to switch from Widowmaker, and we didn't have enough offense to push their Bastion and Torbjorn off of the second hill. And somehow she also never killed them. Yeah, and she's also (laughs) never killed them. Also, I'm not sure you probably said this, but it was Temple of Anubis. Oh, Temple of Anubis. The easiest fucking defense map in the game. Yeah. The second point is. Yeah, the second yeah. point is. And so they set up, like, when you come out of the spawn in Temple of Anubis, you make the left turn, yep. and then the co- the capture point's right there. But there's that little wall right there. So originally, they set up on the pillar, Torbjorn and Bastion did. And I think she probably did kill them off that. But then they're like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So we're just going to sit behind this wall. Never went around the wall. Never went around the wall. Nope. Black Widowmaker just stood back in the hallway and tried to snipe people. And I'm just going to stand on the hallway and try to snipe people. Not try to go to the capture point at all. Not do anything. But that's the third sidebar, and we need to actually talk about over. No, that's the point. Oh. That's part of my point. Is But, so, do, do we think that Overwatch... I am talking specifically about... Um, Overwatch as an esports title. Do we think Overwatch is going to be the next Counter Strike and League of Legends? Do we think Overwatch will not actually strike that? Is Overwatch the next Rocket League? Because Rocket League, I would contend, is rising faster than League of Legends and Counter Strike did when they first came out. Um, as far as the competitive scene, I think goes. it has potential. Um. It'll be really interesting to see, and so this is, I think, part of our problem, is to see what happens when ranked play gets launched. Mm -hmm. Because right now, we have these teams of four or five, or even six guys playing against a team of potentially randoms, um, Mm -hmm. where that team of six people probably would be running in rank, some kind of ranked play. Um... And so you you end up with these completely lopsided matches because one team is using at least some kind of teamwork and the other team is not isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think 
to to address our first problem is that I think when ranked play goes away, I think cash quick play will get a lot better. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see how the esports scene develops. It has a lot of hype around it, and obviously the game's great, and it has a lot of potential. And I saw a video today that said there was already, like, on launch weekend, there was, like, around the world, like, 10 for-money Overwatch tournaments, like, around various places in the United States and Europe and Asia. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's already the developing esports team, but or esports scene, but there aren't any, I haven't seen any like actual professional teams as we know them of like the big dogs of like TSM, CLG, like whatever. a league team. Yeah, like uh, a professional team in another uh, esports that have bought any Overwatch teams. But I think part of the problem, again, is. How do see. we know who is like a really a ranked is like a deserving in the yeah. esport or like a professional team? Like you, there's no way to tell who a professional team is. Yeah, because like you can say, it's well, I a- have a, a level 100, but like that's just gameplay. Yeah, like, that doesn't prove anything. Mm-hmm. So I I don't want to say we have to wait a month and a half till whenever the the ranked mode launches and then we can see. Um, obviously the game is set up the way and I've read different things that say Blizzard very much wants it to be a successful east like successful esport and they're going to back it. Mm-hmm. But I think they've also put a lot of money behind Heroes of the Storm and and I don't see of. Heroes of the Storm uh that successful right now. Well, I think Hearthstone is in a better position, but Hearthstone is a very is is a unique game. Um, they, I think, Blizzard moved into well, unique in that there was no other digital like big digital card yeah. game, no, yeah, 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 or whatever. That's like Heroes of the Storm is obviously a MOBA clone, and that is very hard space to set up an eSport and be competitive to what League had already built. Mm-hmm. Um, Overwatch is obviously in a significantly different position in that there aren't any competitor. I mean, there's competitors, but there's no direct competitor. Right. Of like, this is this. They all, yeah, they all kind of have their own hook. Yeah. They're all their own little, I don't want to say gimmick, but I think hook's mm-hmm. the right word. They all have their own little flavor of the mm-hmm. same genre. But they're all unique enough that putting them side by side, it's hard to compare them against each other. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm I'm not I'm tempted or I'm I'm hesitant to say this is going to be in a CS:GO or a leagues level in three years. Um, I have my doubts for I, I I'm not sure why, but I'm just hesitant. But I think part of me might just be say, basing that on. The last game Blizzard put a lot of money behind was Heroes, and I think I saw something today that Heroes launched one year ago, like today. Uh huh. That well, like Heroes hasn't gotten really anywhere. But then if you compare it, I mean, I didn't really think about Hearthstone isn't that much older, and like I would say Hearthstone is 
mobile. Probably like in the top, easily in the top five of like esports games right now, mm-hmm. like competitive games. Cool. So I don't want to just say Blizzard's most recent game is failing when like their second most recent game that's only slightly older is like a huge success. I would say that I agree with you. That I'm a little concerned about. I agree with the sentiment that we're definitely going to have to wait for Ranked to come out to really be able to judge it for whether or not it's going to be an eSport. Because the biggest problem with Casual is that we don't know exactly how the matchmaking works. At least I haven't looked it up. And I'd have to assume there's skill-based matchmaking somewhere yeah, in there. It's which, definitely skill-based. Which would make sense. But at the same time, that means you know sooner or later, even Casual can kind of feel like Ranked, right? In the sense that... Once you start playing good enough people, you have to have cooperation. You have to have at least mm-hmm. some form of teamwork to really get through these things. And you don't always have a team of six in casual, right? Like, you might just want to play. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's casual play, the rubber band is like... It's hard For better or for worse, I, I actually kind of like it. And that it's it's pretty, pretty f- flingy because, yeah. like... You'll play a match where you get demolished, and then it's like, oh, well, these guys suck. Let's push them back. And yeah, you yeah, yeah, play, yeah. like, four teams that you demolish. And, and they're like, it... okay, now you can play that hard team again. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. But, I mean, that's not really my biggest concern about it. My biggest concern is actually the fact – I mean, it's interesting that you bring up the fact that Heroes of the Storm, they were really trying to push as an eSport. Uh, see, I didn't see that. See, I didn't think Yeah, that. see, my, mean... where I'm going is the fact that it's definitely a competitive game. Like, that. there's no question around the fact that you can have tournaments around this game. Like, it's – very, it's very like LOL. It's very like the other MOBAs. You can do that. There's no problem with people doing that. You can throw a tournament over any game. But the game was kind of designed to be less intense and less hardcore. I mean, there's mm-hmm. like, for instance, the thing I always go back to when people ask me, like, I don't know if I want to play Heroes of the Storm. League of Legends was pretty awful. Well, if you remember, there's like a half-second delay in everything you do because they don't want people to be able to make those split-second plays that they'd be able to make in League of Legends that are just absurd, right? Like I those mean, moments that you flash. The only thing that I want to say, like, to counter your point, is like Heroes of the Storm has, like, the Heroes of the Dorm tournament that is on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So like Which is why I'm not I saying don't it can't say like, be an eSport. It's not I'm not I'm not saying like it's a failure. I mean it's I've watched Heroes of the Storm tournament on ESPN. Me too. Like I've I've actually watched it and sat down and watched a match. So like I'm not saying it's it's a complete bust. But the following's not but really like your that. argument or and you didn't really argue for it, but saying like I didn't know they're pushing for it. I think they want Heroes of the Storm to be more than what it is right now. Well, definitely, they probably definitely want that because they, I think they see the writing on the wall for a while. But where I'm really trying to go is the fact that, so let's say ranked play comes in. You know, let's assume that happens and we start to wait well, for a yeah. meta, quote-unquote, to evolve and people to figure out what heroes people play and what heroes people don't play. But the problem that I have at the moment with how, pe- how people are going to figure out the esports scene for Overwatch is that the game is kind of designed... As, you know, the biggest mechanic of the game is the fact that you can change your hero at any time, right? You can go mm-hmm. to a different strat, you can change up what you're doing, you can deal with anything that gets thrown at you. Where, like you were saying earlier, like, how are you going to define the meta? How are you going to define how you choose a good player? How are you going to define where these teams come from? To a degree, it's probably going to come down to the people that work the best together are the people that can play the best together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because people that can make well, those changes and deal with I things mean, that adapt. And I think that's potentially a benefit that overwatch has and that can what makes it even more unique like is a that bigger like pool right you won't have like you, you 
you have to be even broader skill based in Overwatch than like League. Like a jack like, of all trades. You can't just say I'm ad carry, I'm support or whatever. You can be like, yeah, I'm a support based character. Um, but I can but branch. I, out. I also can branch into defense, and I'm sure we're gonna see people like specialize in things like this. Is like people are gonna be like one person's probably going to designate themselves as a tank and one person's going to designate themselves as attack characters and offense. But that doesn't mean it's all they're going to play. Well, like you're going to, and, and league is like this. I mean, you have your specifics, but those like everybody knows there's like two or three good characters, but I feel like in overwatch, you're going to have to be very good at like three or four characters and pretty good at probably like seven to eight characters. Other characters. Yeah. Even. Like not even the same characters, like mm -hmm. other characters. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're going to see like, like you said, the, the, the meta isn't this overarching thing over the entire game. The meta is whatever that individual match is. Yeah. Like the meta is literally match to match about how, the teams develop which which is in no way a bad thing but mm -hmm. my my only my only thought about it is the fact that we're it's going to take a while for people to be able to cement themselves in these places it's going to take a while for those teams to really be able to come together because of the fact that you've got to be so decent at all of these things you've got to have enough people like it may not these may not even be six person teams is what i'm saying like we look at the league teams and they're always five people right because you always have to have one person in each role and then you're done whereas i think for an overwatch team it's almost kind of you know understandable to think like you might have seven or eight people and then maybe you can like switch people out between matches or something like That's that that would possible. be that would be crazy I but i can't see that being too crazy considering that since you can switch between everyone maybe you for one match you want to have a bit more of an offensive focus for maybe for the next match you want might like offense attack and defend right for each of those things mm -hmm. people got to be good at different roles in just based on what game type you're playing so because because of like what you said the meta is always kind of like what's happening that match what's going on mm -hmm. so i wonder if it's like just going to take longer for those teams to be able to form and for those people to be able to actually get on top of all this kind of stuff because they're also going to be coming out with new heroes they're also going to be making changes to each of them in terms of like nerfs or buffs or anything like that so there's going to be a lot it's going to be very fluid i mean for a league bit. is constantly i mean adding characters to the yeah. no yeah and they're also and... And usually their buffs and nerfs are way more intense than they most people usually think they need to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I think three years, what you said, I think three years is a good idea. I think that's a good estimate because I think that's how long it's going to take for the, the Steam engine to really get going and Blizzard mm -hmm. and really get some of those big... I mean, Hearthstone's close to three years old, I think. Is it three years old? Man. No, it might be. He's He might be right. I don't know. We've been playing for a while. I just hope that there's a vibrant... So, one of the great things about Counter-Strike, and I've, I'm sure League of Legends is better at this than it was um, when I quit playing. Back in the day. But um, every time I've ever played competitive Counter-Strike or tried to play competitive Counter-Strike, yeah. there's always kind of like, I think soccer, it, there's like a breadth of leagues that support all levels of skill. Okay. Like, if you want to play competitive Counter-Strike, you can play at pretty much any level. Like, you can be kind of okay, and there's a whole league for that. Really? Yeah. There's, like, whole... The, the breadth of the competitive community is very large. Mm. Like, I hope Overwatch has a space for people like us 
who can play for a few hours every few days and still be able to put a team together and play in tournaments and have fun and feel like you're a competitive player. Because, like, I really hope that I can... Uh, I want to play some competitive <laughs> Overwatch without letting it drain my Sign life. Sign up on the website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know. I kind of feel like... I mean, you're not, I mean, you may not be wrong. That might the, be a good way to put it. The feeling that I... Like, when I felt... When I felt it, that I was like, okay, like even people were like matched up with, like we're matched up with a full team of people. We got six people and we're still not getting there. At that point is when I felt like how many people are going to get to this point and say, you know what, I'm just going to go back to Rocket League, League of Legends, you know, whatever game, whatever other game I'm going to play. Or if I'm a single player, you know, if I'm somebody who, like, Overwatch is my first foray into an esports title, go back to playing The Witcher or Halo or something. Because, like, that's... Technically an esports title. There are are certainly different, like, walls you have to jump over for every esport. But, like, that first wall of having to... Like, realizing that you need to... It can just be fun to compete. You need... Well, no, realizing that you need a group of people... <laughs> oh, yeah. ...that you can play with and rely on. Yep. Like, we hit that... I hit that in a week. Is yep. that, like... Which is real quick. Of, you know, that maybe worries me a little bit, that maybe there will be a lot of you know, drop-off... Well, I mean, do you think... From the competitive Here's a good scene. question, because I didn't... It's hard to put into words, but I didn't really notice it until I was playing Heroes of the Storm. The first few times that it was, you know, the betas were happening when it first came out, when I was first playing it, and I was really only playing it with my friends because it was casual enough that you could play, you know, uh-huh. to win, but obviously at a certain point you can't. you you got to have enough people and enough skills just like this. But just like that and in Overwatch, when you first log into the game, it's basically just the same chat pane that you have in WoW right mm-hmm. is on the right hand side and there's a general chat and there's left like other side. or yeah left hand side in heroes it's on the right oh. um in any case there's the same chat pane in wow where you basically just have people typing in general and talking with each other it's just a stream of anything you know what i mean uh-huh. and when you look at league very recently they completely rehauled their solo queue system in the sense that you could choose roles you could choose goals for when you're queuing up for those teams and then even when you get in the game you at least know people have some semblance of this is my role. This will be what I do. This is how I will support the team. Uh-huh. Whereas in these two examples of Heroes of and Overwatch, it's basically just, you know, pick of the litter. You press the button and you hope the people you get are going to listen or you hope they're wild, even going to talk. West. Yeah, and it's like I feel like if they might put some tools in to either A, make it easier to communicate with people before you even get in the game, or B, mm-hmm. make it easier to, well, you know, arguably the easiest way to communicate is, oh, I don't know, talk to each other in the minute or so before the game starts. But at the same time, you know, maybe give you those abilities to say, I would like to play a support character. And then maybe they'll pair you with people that are choosing other roles or like maybe just pair uh-huh. you with people that are going to work with you to it again. Yeah, right. Maybe that's one of the things they uh, decided to hold competitive playback for was to build a system. Maybe it is. But and I mean, yeah, that would be really great if you could. If you could queue up based on your role, and I, mean, I hadn't at, even thought of that. And at the same time, it is kind of ludicrous to be, you know, it, like yeah. we just said, it's been a week, and we're already being like, yo, where are these features at? The only problem with that would be, and I, I don't know if we want to start wrapping this up soon, is 
the game is so built, and this goes back to the meta of switching characters and all that. How are you so, going to choose a role like, to start, right? Yeah. Are is that will Blizzard then have to define what is the quote unquote perfect balance team? Because think, if you're having six players, mm-hmm. I think um, if they change the yeah, queue a little right. bit. I think if they change the queue a little bit, it would make sense. Because even when you're picking your heroes, they give you those suggestions for each map, mm-hmm. right? Like, not enough snipers, too few damage, yeah, need more support. Yeah, I mean, they already have that of, like, where they recommend things. But, like, I haven't figured out what the balance... Like, oh, yeah, What for are sure. they saying? Is it, like, two attack, two tanks, one defense, and one support? Yeah, because there was Is a couple games we two played. Two attack, two defense, one tank, one where support? we had no, like, no organization. Like, yeah. people just chose, like, I we mean, had four damage dealers and then one Symmetra. We would be reliant down. on whatever Blizzard says, okay, well, the offensive team needs two tanks and two offense and one defense and one support. Yep. Yeah. And then if I say I want defense, then I can pick only the defense characters? Right, like, is that what it then locks it in as? I mean, and then like, is the attack or is the then the defense team different? And that the defense is like, well, because you're on defense, you only need one attack and two defense and two tanks and a healer, yeah, or a support. Oh yeah, I mean, those are big. Those are big questions. And I mean, I'm just spitballing around the fact that. Tom, you know what Thomas said around. It's been a week, and we're already at that point that I feel like I need to at least have some. I do agree that you, like there being some way of the league model of like queuing in with a support, like with a role, but like there are five roles and there's five players. In yeah. The league. Unfortunately, and Overwatch isn't that way. And there's, there's four, four and six players. There's right? four classes, but then there's even differences in the classes and that like, they say, I, I might, might choose healer, but I says, could be a Zenyatta yeah, instead of a no Lucio. Defense and no sniper. If I pick May, I fulfill one of those roles. If I pick Hanzo, I fulfill two, the, both of those things. I'm mm-hmm. the sniper and I'm the defense. Yep. Or whatever. So right. there's a there's a lot of a lot more Big complications for Overwatch that they would have to implement rather than just the MOBA. Okay, well I'm a healer. I'm yeah. an ad carry. Which, I'm a blah blah blah. Which I mean, that's not necessarily bad. I mean, who knows? Maybe the community, like you're saying, maybe the community is just going to blow up about it. But who knows? Yeah. Well, if you want to play with us on Overwatch, tweet, tweet at, us. at us at TDOB Podcast. PM me your Battle.net. It's not PMs. DM me your Battle.net. You DM go. us your Battle.net. All of us check the Twitter. So much um, that it hurts. Yeah, I feel like we can probably move on at this point because now I just want to uh, play Overwatch. Now I just want to go play Overwatch, so we're going to race through these next two topics. <laughs> so Thomas wins, we're done. No, okay. Um,. My topic can be pretty quick then, uh, because I'm not even sure necessarily where I want to take this, but which means we're going to oh, ramble no. about it for a while. Actually, yeah, yeah, I have I have a problem with that, but that's fine. So actually, I kind of figured out where I wanted to take this, and it hit me. And it's funny that you mentioned the fact that like this is the first time in a while that you've been like, I'm gonna do this. Like this is we're gonna get in this esports title. We're gonna make a team. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have some fun with this. You know what I mean? Because well, I was pretty hyped about the division, and and playing. here we are. I mean, we grouped up. You know and, how that ended. We grouped all the way through the division. I mean, we stuck it out. We do what we it's said on we were going to do. It's on hold. Well, we completed it. I Arguably, mean, it was done. But it's on hold. We're anyway. just going to wait. Um, and so I was thinking the, I was thinking literally today because I saw um, news posted about Battlefield. It might have been yesterday, actually. News was posted that the, at least the PC version is going to have like 64-player lobbies and stuff like that. They just kind of made Classic some technical. Yeah, they, they made some technical announcements, which 
um, for me, was actually a big deal because for the longest time, I've been a console gamer in the sense that that was what I played. That's my main gaming thing. Dirty peasant. And well, I mean, I've also I've also had a tower now for a few years, but I haven't I haven't you know really played a lot of PC games. I would say I usually pick up the random Steam games, right? I don't I don't play like. Very, very, like, Counter-Strike, I stray away from, even though I technically got carried through a tournament once, but that's fine. So, when Battlefield made that announcement, I was actually like, oh, that sounds great, that sounds fun. It's been a long time since I've really gotten into a pretty, like, really into a shooter. Like, I bought the last few Call of, Duty, Call of Duties, but those were basically just because I needed some, as we put it, comfort food for the nights where I just wanted to shoot some things and turn off the brain for a little bit. It would be fun, and I'm super excited, one, that they're going back to the World War One thing, which is going to be great, but then two... This will be the first time that I'm buying a current-gen graphics card. This will be the first time that I'm really trying to put a little bit more effort into having my PC be kind of my main thing, because as we go to these lands, I've realized my laptop doesn't cut it. I don't, necess <laughs> I don't necessarily just want to bring a console either, so probably just the PC. You need to get yourself a sweet laptop. A sweet laptop. Yeah, no kidding. My event is out of date. But anyway, so I was actually getting super, super, super hyped about the fact that Battlefield was coming out, and I was looking at, into it as, like, this will be my next like thing that I get into besides Overwatch. This will be something that I can kind of come back to where I don't really use mouse and keyboard and stuff like that. Usually for like even for Battlefield 4 when I played it on the PC hooked in the controller. Like I'm oh yeah, I'm super weird. Controller. I'm super weird. But You're like this guy over here who plays, who Overwatch, plays Overwatch with, with the controller. controller. I didn't even know that for the first four hours we played. Like, all of a sudden, you're just like, yeah, take the controller out, Ryan, okay. because you missed something. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, he's you doing what now? You do fine. My, sets, my setup is much more convenient with the controller. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. The way you well, describe it. Play on sense. a couch. The laptop is in front of me, like yeah. where Taylor is. I'd be hunched over looking like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how you're supposed hold, to play PC I games. You're supposed to T-Rex. Sit, sit back all the way back here and be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to play my... Uh, yeah, I don't play it. That does, that does sound a lot more convenient. So if I go to a LAN... Yeah. And I'm sitting at a desk. I'll play on a mouse and keyboard. Then you'll be so screwed up because you won't probably. But he'll you, be he'll be he'll be so stuck. I mean, you should just try mouse and keyboard for a land party. I, and I you'll realize how much better it is. I Rohod Roadhog hooked a Farah out of the sky last night with my arguably with the, the players the, so, the heroes he uses yeah, don't one good really hook. need. The precision, like like Widowmaker, you Ooh, can't you're use. You take that slam. Well, no, because Roadhog's got a shotgun, right? You don't yeah. need to be right on the freaking character to hit him with the shotgun. If, as long I, as he's in your I vicinity, I ain't over here trying hit. to be some uh, wicked no scoper with like Widowmaker, just like trying to pull these. You can't no scope with Widowmaker; it's an oh, assault whatever. rifle. Whatever. The point is, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't have to be that bad. But anyway, so. I'm not necessarily sure where I wanted to get your input on that so much as I just wanted to kind of be like, I'm super pumped. This is going to be great. Hashtag hype. But are there games? That's like, so you're super excited about Overwatch because that's kind of what you want to get into, right? Mm -hmm. you, I feel like you've been playing some very random games recently, at least in the sense that I wouldn't have ever have pegged you to get The Witcher 3. And while you technically haven't finished it yet, you still get into it every once in a while. You're well, like, I'm going to do that again. Have you ever gone back in and started playing since I started playing and telling you to go back like every week? Or is this uh, one of those Grand Theft Auto Five heists thing? Hey, I beat <laughs> the entire GTA Five. You campaign. beat the whole vanilla storyline. The they complained for three months hey, about no heists. When I played, when I was playing <laughs> GTA Five, GTA Online didn't even exist. 
Back in my day. Get off my lawn, kids. You couldn't get a high-rise apartment. Uh, I don't know. Because there were no high-rise. There's there. a Destiny announcement next week. To oh, yeah, that's pretty. That's out. exciting, too. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. There's, there's, I mean, Overwatch is probably the game that I'm going to be playing a lot um, this year uh, until whenever the Destiny update nope. comes out later this year. I mean, there's, there's nothing in between now and then. And I mean, I guess Battlefield won't come out till later this fall as well. Probably, if not, um, even later. Who knows? So, I don't know. There's, there's not. A, I guess I, I mean, Neo. The well, big game that I'm hyped Neo. about, I'd say, is Overwatch. And then, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be hyped for the Destiny update because you I make Destiny great again. <laughs> make Destiny, Destiny great again. I hope, yeah. I hope that's a tagline. I mean, by the time the new Destiny update comes out, I'll have you knees deep, deep. neck deep in competitive overwatch. overwatch and you'll be like i can't take i can't take time off practice to play destiny so, oh i can so yeah obviously this topic's really light but I'll, I'll just put a bow on it and say i'm interested in actually the fact that i had no idea that i suppose counter-strike was i suppose accepting of multiple levels of skill play i felt like either you could play competitive counter-strike or you could not like it's like chess. Yeah, I know how to shoot a gun, but I do not know how to play Counter Strike. I think it's interesting that you're like so hyped to like build another desktop. Well, I'm not going to necessarily not build, but like rebuild or like revamp. Because, because I watched you. What was that? Like junior year of college? Yeah, put, build your help, desktop help get together. That put together. Um, it's ugly. And it needs a facelift. That was interesting. Um, and. These new cards are really interesting to me to like potentially build one, which isn't going to happen. But well, you I could like just get an AMD card. You could just get an AMD card and you put it get in my laptop. Poop MD card. It is only two hundred dollars. Or so, I can wait for a year from now when they release the ten seventy five M, and I can slap that in my desk <laughs> in my laptop. One, that's not how it works. Two, yeah, that say, actually sidebars me to. Um, NVIDIA announced that the power usage and temperatures of the new Pascal chips are so good, they're not making mobile variants they're just of the gonna 1070 put them in and 1080. They're just putting 1070s and 1080s oh, in laptops. Oh, you're just going to want a new computer, sir. Anyway, so I was just interested in the fact that you mentioned that because being, as we said earlier, we're going to have to be those guys that can play Overwatch a few hours every other day. Or something like that. Not exactly like the guy who hit level 100 by playing 30 hours or 13 hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be interesting because I'll have to. We're gonna have to figure out how to split time between not only the fact that if we want to go get that deep in Overwatch, but there might be other games that come out and there might be other things we want to do. So it'll be interesting to see like how that works out. I Only guess. other game I got for this year is Neo. Neo oh, and Overwatch. Every time you said that, I was thinking like. PlayStation. Yeah, Neo. the PlayStation Neo, but you mean N I O H. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm the one person in the world that's really excited Neo. for Neo. Apparently, it's going to be at E3. Everybody complained about the Neo demo. Only the for Japanese. Me. Those Japanese casuals. No, if you looked at the Neo survey, the Japanese people were more negative on it than the Americans. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. Is the Japanese were saying that it's too difficult and that it's they dirty didn't casuals. Like it. And everything. They, it was, didn't, they didn't easy. play the Lion King. It's really easy. <laughs> I need to replay Dark Souls 3. Like, I keep 
I always. <laughs> it's like every other week, Thomas thinks Thomas. I need to replay that Dark Souls. Game. Overwatch. You just Thomas choose Overwatch. Overwatch. Don't think about yeah, Dark stick, Souls. Stick anymore. with Overwatch. Oh You're going to be gone for like three weeks if you get back into Dark Souls three. I booted up Dark Souls two like yesterday and played Jesus. it for like an hour, and I was just like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" Yeah, this is I the guess bad that's one my equivalent so to good. like when I boot up, booted up Destiny like on Sunday and ran the Prison of Elder six times in a row. Yeah, yeah, it still happens. I totally forgot to do Dude, anything with Destiny last week. My Titan is up to like three thirty two. I'm so close. You could probably. Feed a village with the salt I have about that, but that's okay. So Still working on The Witcher three. Put though. in like I know. Put in any more. Put in one thousand more hours. Any amount Taylor of effort, and, and maybe I can get on my level. Exactly. All right, so that's my topic. It was run good. the raid, real, real run the challenge of elders every week, like I do. I'm too. Oh, I'm um, too consumed with Overwatch, and Thomas wanted to talk about it, so I had nothing left. Don't get so excited about. Don't get any excitement. About Battlefield One being a competitive game, not oh, that no. you necessarily are, because every time a Battlefield game comes out, the Battlefield community is like, "Oh, look, Dice is making it with competitive play in mind this time." So it's going to be great. We're going to be the new Counter Strike, all right? So everybody, no, 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 no. I might have, I might have given you the wrong impression <laughs> in the sense that I thought that was an esport game. No, 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 no. I just mean that it'll be because Call of Duty's awful now. I'll just shift to Battlefield. But COD 4 Remastered. I'm not buying Infinite War just for COD 4 Remastered. You know a year from now, if not sooner, they're going to sell it separately. So I saw then. What we could do is I saw they're releasing the Modern Warfare Trilogy Remastered on old consoles so we could bust out the 360s. I could, yeah. I could get my 360 back. That would make sense. But yeah, that was my topic. Easy peasy. The, The goal is one day they'll make that they make that game backwards compatible, and then you can play that on Xbox One. Which they probably The remastered version. But I'll just so wait for it to be sold separately. Life goals. When's PlayStation getting backwards compatibility? Huh? Probably, backwards probably compatibility. next week. Yeah, not through Gaikai. Not where you had to pay for it. All right, so my <laughs> game, or my topic... <laughs> it's something I stumbled into today. Here we go. Um, and it was it's talk? kind of something that I've been thinking about for a while. Um and uh, I don't I don't really know where to to go with it, but it's just like this weird idea. You should probably of, stay like, here. I've what? I've been reading game reviews lately and the whole time I've been reading them I've thought this is really stupid. Yeah. I hate everything they're writing. These people are idiots. Okay. And then they just slap some stupid number like a 9 out of 10 after they bash the game. Or either, like, they talked about all how bad the game is, and then, like, actually, it's really good, and I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've thought of, like, I've started comparing gaming reviews to movie reviews in that I see movie reviews from the quote-unquote, like, top critics, and they're bashing, like... Every Dark Knight, movie. like they bash All Dark Knight and say like this this Dark Knight movie is crap and I'm I'm not gonna like nobody should see it and right. then the Dark Knight's amazing, um, like how everyone hated Batman versus Superman. Or rather, the, all the critics hated Batman vs. Superman, but then everyone I talked to that saw it seemed to really like the movie, and I was very confused. Uh, Angry Joe said it was crap, so it's crap. <laughs> Everything that I saw or people talked to said it was... I had a lot of people that said it was a perfectly fine movie. I um, never saw it, but... 
And I'll, so, I'll, ask you, I'll ask you a question off. And so I, okay. I've started basically, and I mean, I've done this. I've never bought a game specifically because I've read some amazing review for it. Right. Like, I go and see the movies that I want because I want to see the movies. I buy the games that I want because... You don't You don't sit there and read Rotten Tomatoes and say, yeah. that one got a 90%. I guess I'll see that today. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've always been curious as to, like, this... And I, I, I don't think we need to get deep into... I thought the scaling of game reviews has been, like, flawed and stupid for a really long time. Okay. Um, but... There was like this one specific video that people have been quoting uh, where this guy cherry picks four or five really bad game reviews. And okay. they're, they're very awful. Like the Polygon's Doom review, video review, they, they picked like, who's never touched a game controller? Here, you play Doom. Like, it is terrible. And the, the the Pokemon review where the guy says there's too many HMs and there's too much water. Like That that one's really weird. That's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an it's, interesting it, it's it's the same game for ten like fifteen twenty years. I th- and it's I thought I read right? I thought I read that the region's supposed to be like Hawaii or something like well, that. Well the new too. one. This isn't this was Oh, this wasn't for, the new this uh, was a review for an old one. Okay. That's still weird. But I was just thinking it was the new one. I was like, isn't it supposed to be like Hawaii? And so I, I I agree that gaming journal, like people are saying gaming journalism completely flawed and completely stupid, which I disagree with in that the, there's a lot of really good game journalists that do really good, break really good stories. Yeah. Um, he specifically bashes Kotaku a lot. And there's like one guy at Kotaku who has broken a lot of Destiny news and like everything he's broken has been accurate, and like accurate. I can't complain. Like Jason Schriller or Schreier, Schreider, whatever his name I think is, it is, like everything. Like Jason Schreier, he's like two or three weeks ahead of every other Destiny writer with like getting information out of. And Bungie. it's always and it's always and pretty it's funny. Always right, and so like there's people who are very good journalists and do very good jobs, but. I, I I've just had a problems with game reviews in general for a while, and I made the comment to you showed. Georgia. You've shared a couple Angry Joe videos lately, and I stumbled across the Angry Joe Overwatch review today, um, and like the way he and I I don't know if this is just necessarily his format where he goes pretty deep on. His videos, but he has the ability to compare to journalists. I mean, they don't want to write ten, thirty page essays about their each game. They can't mm. do that. They have mm-hmm. to. They have to make them readable and to the average person. Yeah. But like when the guy's name is Angry Joe, and like the whole point of his show was to just like yell at Get games. Off. And when I'm saying this guy is the best reviewer going right now, yeah. like I think there is some kind of problem in the system. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the bigger thing is just that Angry Joe's name uh, like can kind of hold him back from new people because no, yeah. I've been watching Angry Joe for years and I mean, yeah. It hasn't been, I mean, for a long time he hasn't been like any kind of I can't remember a time where it was like mm-hmm. a character like bashing games, 
He's all, all his reviews, as far as I can remember, and they've gotten better over time, but they've always been him trying to, like, you know, bring everything out and say, like, okay, this is, you know, very matter-of-fact. This is how the game works. This is the classes. This is how this works, and blah, 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 for, like, for 20, 30 minutes. And then at the end, kind of summarizes up how he feels, but makes it very obvious that it's how he feels about the game, and you mm. make your own decision. Yeah. Unless it has uh, shitty microtransactions. <laughs> he really hates microtransactions. Well, I mean, everyone should He did go off pretty uh, hard uh, about the loot, loot boxes. boxes. Yeah. I think the hardest part about... The hardest part about, like, having that opinion, I guess, is the way... I'm trying to figure a better better word, but I guess that's the best word you can come up with. Um, the, the hard part about having that kind of opinion about games journalism is that it, it is also an opinionated industry because even like Angry Joe's reviews, like he, still, he may give you a lot of context and a lot of here's X, here's Y, here's Z. These are things that are in the game. These are the pros and cons of each of them. And then at the end of the, at the, end of the review, though, he still gives this is basically why I feel the game deserves a 5 out of 10 or why I feel the game deserves a 7 out of 10. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, even the reviewers on the sites, what, you know, regardless of the fact that they might have had help with the review or something like that, those numbers are just their opinion, Yeah. just like any movie could. And so I guess... Which is why I think you feel, you know, why it's like, I don't know if I care, right? Because mm-hmm. it's still, like just like, you know, back when Ebert and Roper were a big thing, I didn't necessarily hang on there every word if I was going to go see that movie tonight or not. I just went and saw it and then read it later and was like, oh, they didn't like it. That's weird. So I guess maybe like one thing that is like we take these gaming websites and articles and place like super serious as like this is Polygon. Like this is all of Polygon's review of Overwatch. This is yeah. all of Polygon's review of Doom. Yeah, it's, it's when, Polygon's when review. When it's actually one, review or one individual review. person's review yeah. of, or maybe, I mean, sometimes they'll have two people on a game. Uh-huh. Depending um, on the game, I would say. But, yeah. like, this is one person or two person's personal reviews and thoughts about the game. Um, and I think maybe that's just something that people don't necessarily think about, and I'm I would say I'm guilty about that, of... Like, when I see you go to Metacritic and you see, like, this this list of Here's Polygon, the, yeah. Kotaku, Game yep. Informer, GameSpot, uh, and, like, see all these just these names that carry weight. They carry meaning. Like, whatever people read you personally think about yeah. like, individual places, those names do carry meaning and weight behind it. When, mm-hmm. really, it's one individual person at those companies' personal opinion on what those games are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I would still yeah. say you, you're onto something, though, because, well, you know, or at least people have, you know, are onto something in the sense that there is, there does need to be something done around the fact that people, it's really hard to kind of separate those two. It's really hard to kind of look at these sites in general and say, this is Polygon's review versus this is a person's review. Mm-hmm. Because, you know they are they are important to us. They are things that help us decide about whether or not I'm mm-hmm. going to pre-order this game, or whether or not my pre-order is going to stay, or whether or not I'll pick it up next week, or something like that. And on top of that, there's a lot of people that view the games differently around like maybe they are really just focused on is the art good? Does it look good to play? And then there's other people that are more focused on it could be pixel art for all I care, or like legitimately eight bit and play like Call of Duty and I'll be happy, kind of a thing. Like it's it's so hard to 
remove right. what youth want to get out of that review mm-hmm. from what's really in the review. Right. Yeah. There's such a wide gamut of yeah, that's what yeah. people's expectations are mm. from any partic- any given game. Yeah. So, like, one of the things that isn't a to go back to the Angry Joe Overwatch review, one of the things that I don't necessarily agree with, knock Angry Joe for, but I disagree with his main opinion, or a lot of his opinions on Overwatch, because we are coming, like, I'm going into it with a different expectation than he is. Yeah, exactly. One of his complaints is that you have to be good at everything to be able to play the game, and he wants to just play you know, one or two characters that he likes to play. Like League or something. Right. Well, I mean, in, I would argue that League, you can't, like, even in professional teams, you have to have a pretty wide set of skills, set of champions that you play. Like, I see that thing that he thinks is a negative, I think is a pro, because I'm looking at it, I'm having a different expectation yeah. of what that game is. Mm-hmm. And, like, somebody that goes into Uncharted 4 expecting a great story versus somebody that's going into Uncharted 4 expecting super tight mechanics are going to get two totally different Different, things. Yeah. You know, like every game is like excels at this and that and the other, like doom. So many people have reviewers have come out and said like, doom is awesome. Doom is great. We had no expectation for doom and it's awesome. Oh, but the multiplayer kind of sucks and it shouldn't even be there. For me, the whole point of thinking about getting Doom was the multiplayer. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll grab it on a Steam sale and play the campaign, but my expectation of Doom was, was to the get a great arena shooter, and that didn't happen. Whereas, so, like, no matter how good the story is, Doom is still not a good buy for me. Yeah, whereas I know I a different expectation. I know one guy mm-hmm. who bought Doom solely for the solo campaign. Right. He didn't even know it had multiplayer, he says. I don't know if I necessarily believe him about that. <laughs> but he said he did not care, for, at least for the multiplayer. He just wanted to play the story because he liked the original so much. And he liked some of the other games, you know, Doom 2 and Doom 3. Maybe not Doom 3. But he liked the other games so much that he wanted to get another one. So it's like, that's the exact, you know, you don't know really what people want out of that game. Like, you can't make that assumption. How I feel like... It's almost like the only way I would really read a review and care what a review says is is if it was like broken down to the point that like the tech sites break down hardware, where it's like a 12-page review of power, efficiency, you know, like they just go balls to the wall in terms of reviewing this piece of hardware. And it's mm-hmm. just like you are – people expect that, and they want that information. Like when a new TV comes out, they want all of the stats. When a new piece – and when new things come out, they want it all. Whereas well, for the games, it's like, you know, a couple pages – you know, I've thought if we ever did game reviews, that's how we would do them. I'm into it. I, like, I feel like the only thing I'd really want is like a multi, like, here's a review for how it looks. Here's a review for how it plays. Here's a review for the multiplayer. Right. Well, I mean, you kind of get back to the way video games reviews were in the 90s, yeah. and people complained about it then and said the it was terrible. Because it was so much where, information, you, know, you couldn't it was, get anything out of it. It was literally split. I mean, you had audio, video, gameplay, fun factor. Yeah. Like, that's what we've done in our reviews. You would read, like, six pages of how's the game. You talk about each piece, you know, individually, whereas now you, you read a review. And I think most reviews do go into the different yeah, yeah. aspects of the game. They, they touch on them, and they say, like, here's my opinion of this, and here's why, and then here's my opinion of that, and mm-hmm. here's why. I mean, I think something of, a, of, a, of an expectation statement at the beginning of yeah. the review like if if we if we were going to do serious reviews of games like 
I would almost want like a a prologue to every review to say like this is my story leading up to the launch of Overwatch. I didn't know anything about it until two months. I saw a trailer, thought maybe I'd try out the open beta, played the open beta, loved it. Yep. You yeah. know, Whereas, versus somebody who's like, I followed every single minute and I watched all these changes and I think the changes they made are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, no that kind of goes like to uh, the Kotaku article about the hero rankings of like, it's it's this extremely short article with basically no intro of like, here is here it my is. ranking. Like here's the rankings of the best uh, Overwatch champions from worst, worst to best. best, and like the list just goes like it just goes down there from worst is. to best, and the article's over. Yep. No and no like, information for why people in no. the comments are just like, well, what is like if you just read that and said this is Kotaku's list of champions worst to best. At at its face, like your initial thoughts are like. Oh, is is Soldier seventy six the absolute worst? Ca- I shouldn't be. Like, I, should I should never, never be play McCree. that character. I should never touch McCree with a ten foot pole. You should yeah. always play you Soldier seventy six. <laughs> and so, I mean, there are arguments. There are arguments that Soldier seventy six is potentially the worst character. Um, I, and I would accept those arguments, but like the list is He's extremely okay. flawed. And then the author commented back to one of the comments. And like, said she was going to like reveal her secret criteria that she withholds, and it it was like I don't even remember what like the joke was like, like art style, art style memes, memes jokes. jokes, and like the last thing on the list was gameplay, and so like she clearly was not this was clearly not a list based on the actual goodness it was just like, her list how well the characters play it was her personal list of what she thinks like this is my least favorite character and this is my but the article wasn't my list my personal list of favorite characters from yeah. worst to best it was here's the ranking and so it, it was like this this hugely misleading article that confused uh, a lot of people rightly so um and and like I, I was saying, I've seen her list a couple things on Kotaku, and every time I've done it, I've thought that she was – they were, like, troll articles, like, jokes. So, <laughs> like, I, I I couldn't tell if she was just trolling or what she – like, what the, the point was. And so Glad maybe – that I. but obviously I'm not the only person who was confused or has been uh-huh. confused. And you said you saw comments that you didn't read the article, but you saw a lot of people commenting about – this article and saying it was a, a poor article. Yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, I don't want to say there needs to be the disclaimer on top of every single gaming journalist article that says, yeah, but like, I do like polygon in that there's a very clear difference between the articles where they're breaking news stories yeah. or opinion pieces that have a giant Opinion, opinion on the top of the article. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like they just, give just because people... it's a review doesn't mean it's not opinion. So yeah, I know it's it's a hard sell, you know? How, what do you like what I do mean, you mean? There's expect? a fine line between uh, I mean there's a there's a clear difference between a news story and an opinion piece. But then I mean do you do you slow, solely put gaming reviews in the opinion category? Or are they like this weird 
quasi step middle ground. Yeah, of like you know, I don't know. Uh, I think I it's mean, hard. it'd be kind of cool if you could just like have everybody on staff put their two cents in at the end. I actually write, like, like three sentences. Polygon has some of those articles. At least I don't know. I, I don't know if I. Would yeah, say it's just have... Polygon, but they have a few that are just like, "What's everyone's take on this?" Uh-huh. Like when the new Pokemon games got announced, I think they did a whole breakdown of who's what, who's the starter everyone's going to pick, or stuff right. like that. Like those are fun articles because you get to see like, here's the votes at the end of the day, but here's everyone's opinion about it, right? Like uh-huh. anybody see those new Pokemon legendaries? Don't care. I don't think it. No, I'm I don't think so. They released a new video today. It's hyped. Has take. Oh, I'll have to. I thought I was going to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. I'll have to check it out. All right, I think Georgia wants us to stop. Yeah. It's time to vote. I actually want to vote for Ryan, surprisingly. I'm not voting for Taylor, so I have to vote for Thomas. You're allowed to vote for yourself. It's okay. You're not allowed to vote for yourself. I won't be affected. I think that's a rule. Vote for Ryan. Oh, yeah. I should have voted for Taylor. I think that was a fun fun topic, actually. Hype. Well, I'm not going to be here next week. You know, so I you used guys to have are gonna a have to gaming news do. website. What? I had a gaming news website for like a year. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It was called Beyond the Pain. It was about smartphones and video games. Was it sponsored by T-Pain? No. It was... Wow. Beyond uh, T-Pain? It was sponsored by myself. Which, if anyone doesn't know, he's been streaming Overwatch, and it's kind of the best stream ever. Oh, my gosh. Have you heard... I saw some like choice quotes from it. Oh yeah. T-Pain saying like in the music industry, record labels <laughs> and other artists will um, laugh at you. If you like, say you play games like, and try to make you feel like a child or dumb for playing games. Yeah. So like almost all of like his, his he's saying like everybody, you know, that listen, like that makes music loves video games, but they're afraid to say it because the industry makes it seem like this bad thing that only losers and nerds do. Well, I mean, we just saw a uh, like, month or two ago that, what was the Lupe fiasco? Oh, yeah. Street Fighter. Street Fighter game. Supposedly guy. beat, what was yeah. it, like one of the world champions or something like Daigo that? Oh, yeah. Or... That, that was an interesting, I'm sure there's still drama about that. I haven't looked into yeah, that for a long time. I but... thought that was really interesting. I mean, it's like, it's like it's almost, especially with uh, rappers. I think it's like it's almost impossible to say like, oh, well, that person doesn't play games. Like even, like the the person who I would like from their public persona is the yeah. least likely to play games. Like Kanye West. Like the life of Pablo has video game sounds all over it. <laughs> you know they're in there somewhere. He's got Street Fighter noises in his in his tracks. He wanted to name his next album Turbo Graphics. Like too funny. All I know is T-Pain streams hysterical. Every time I see any sort of little clip from it, I just yeah, laugh. He, sings. <laughs> he does. I haven't seen any of them singing does yet. Does he auto tune? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't that would it. be amazing. <laughs> auto tune. Yeah, while he's on the stream. Oh my god. I need to watch more of that stream. It's amazing. Well, let's hope the video didn't corrupt itself. Yeah. Let's Adios. Hope.